This is Wisdom from the Wardrobe, brought to you by Michael Bruce Image Consulting. Well, welcome to Wisdom from the Wardrobe. It's us again, your style team, ready to impart mm-hmm. some wisdom, maybe. You sound that like, it sounds like a threat the way you said that. I know, today. right? Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it might be. <laughs> no, We're <just> back. <laughs> We're going to impart some wisdom. Scary. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> And we're off the rails already. Okay, let me introduce you to the fabulous four, the style team. First up, we have Bougie Bruce. Well, hello, everyone. How are you doing today? Oh, see, he needed to go with a bouge there with his intro. (laughs) (laughs) Next up, we have the queen of satire, Stacey. Hey, everybody. (laughs) Then we have the Baroness of Bylines, Beck. Hey, hey, hey. And we have a guest on the show today. Um, the Queen of Cuts herself, Cat, is back. There Hello. you go. Welcome back. And by the way, don't forget about Lady P. Yes. She is. Oh, please forget about me. No, <laughs> no she is no. profoundly patient with us yes. when we go off the rails. So, mm-hmm. uh, Lady P is also in the house. She does mention that we're off the rails, though. Have you noticed that? Yeah, but. Like she always mentions it. No credit. She takes no credit for us. Because she takes no credit for us for for going off the rails. She's like, well, there you go. Now we're off the rails. Right. But she's patient with it. She's very patient with it. So, like, profoundly. (laughs) But let's see how long we stretch my patience. (laughs) Well, we try every week. Absolutely, we do. Um, Before we get to uh, patient Pamela. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, not patient Pamela. Till we get to Queen of Cuts. The Queen of Cuts of the week. Absolutely, Cat from Salon Eight. Let's uh, figure out what's in the news back. Okay, I've got two things this week, and they're both. One's, I think, super cool, and one we have to mention. So I found out that there is this amazing uh, exhibit at the Museum of Fine Arts in Boston. Now, the funny thing is, it's a John Singer Sargent exhibit, which I have literally seen at that museum probably 25 years ago because I went to school on the East Coast, and we used to go to New York and Boston for field trips. Mm-hmm. Anyway, what is so cool about this is that it's not just the portraits they have managed to find, because a lot of, I don't know who, if you don't know, but um, Sargent painted a lot of really famous rich people back in the day. So it's people who have otherwise collections of their things. And so this exhibit is the painting and also the clothing <gasps> that people were wearing in the painting. <gasps> oh, Madam wow. X? Displayed next to each other. Is the black yeah. dress from Madam X, I think, displayed? Uh, I don't know if that one, the, the picture that they showed was, um, the painting was Lady Sassoon, who is um, Aline Caroline the Rothschild that um, he painted in 1907 and the opera coat she's wearing in it is next to the painting. So how did they, they find didn't the go clothes? into specifics. Wow. Because well, these it's are, it's society. Are, I mean, she's a Rothschild. Right? Yeah, yeah, like yeah, right, somewhere right. There's, people are keeping her stuff. Yeah. So it's just, I, yeah, I don't know about that dress in particular, but um, wow. I just thought that was such a neat thing. It's in Boston. Unfortunately, it's not coming here and then it's going to London. But if in case it's a traveling exhibit and you ever happen upon it, I just think that sounds really cool. Does so, that mean you're anyway. hitting a flight and you're heading to Boston and London? Is, it, is that the next thing you <laughs> oh, want to tell me? Like, oh, hey, guess well, what? I'm leaving. Is, I'm going to Boston, but not by March 15th or I January know. 15th. So, uh-huh. yeah, no, I'm not going to get to see this one. So, but London, I don't know, Bruce. I like the way you're thinking. Uh-oh. Careful what you uh, say. Yeah. You put the seed oh, there. You've got no one to blame uh-huh. but yourself. I do. Bruce. I have no one to blame but myself <laughs> yeah, for putting right, that seed. I right. planted it. 
Uh -huh. And then I have to say the other thing is that Pantone dun, da, 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 mm -hmm. has announced the color of the year for 2024. And I'm not impressed. I have to say. Um, yeah, I'm with you on this one. <laughs> peach fuzz. And I will tell you that my prom dress in 1985 was this color. So it it's definitely a throwback and mm -hmm. um, it's sensitive, but sweet and airy. So, you know, I don't know. I just, it's just not, it's like, it's not a bold color. It's a very, you know, we always talk about, you it's know, a mousy color. Colors are true color. Yeah. It's a very sort of watered it's down, watered color. down I'm just, menopause mayhem. It is menopause mayhem. This is their 25th anniversary and that's the color they picked. That's know, the right? color. I, I, yeah. It's yeah, like a dobe like it a, It's bad. A letdown. Wow. It's Can y'all say nice. Adobe? <laughs> Maybe everything okay, will be peachy in 2024. Absolutely. Oh. Eric, right. Eric just said, say it again. Eric is perfect. Maybe they're saying everything will be peachy in 2024, <laughs> which, hey, I'm all oh, for one that. One can hope, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Bring See, on peach fuzz. That is the ever positive Eric. Thank you know, you when I was that. younger, when I mean, someone had scruff and they couldn't really grow, hair on their face it's called peach fuzz yeah, so yeah. Like, it still is, it still is. <laughs> you still call it peach fuzz well i have to worry yeah. about that. what are you from like <laughs> 1900 i am whoa <laughs> when i was a quite a little tot what did i sign up for today <laughs> all right well, well you little whippersnapper <laughs> if we wanted to come back we might want to rein it in just a little bit all right we're not well, reining anything in no doubt I'm sure that it'd be we bored will... if we reined it in. Exactly. Absolutely. No doubt. I'm sure we'll come back and actually talk about the Pantone color of the year because we usually do and yeah. how and if uh, you can incorporate it into your style. So it'll that'll be, be quite peachy. That'll be interesting right. for another day. For but another for day. today, we have a guest. Yes, da, we do. Da, 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 da. Can we have a drum roll or a trumpet sound or something? <laughs> there you go. The Queen yes. of Cuts is here. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. All right, P. It's your it's your show. Go. Oh, okay. Apparently, it's my show now. <laughs> when it all goes horribly wrong, it's my show. <laughs> You're just gonna Kat, rein it back in. I know. I know. Cat, thanks very much for coming in and joining us again. It's always an absolute pleasure when we get to chat with you. I get to chat with you on a more regular basis because I sit in your chair and you do all these wonderful creations on my hair but um so the last couple of weeks we've really been talking about the holiday season um last week was gift guide the week before that we were actually talking about how to dress and think outside of the box for these you know holiday events that we might be going to and so Kat being the wonderful person that she is actually came up with a topic for today so I didn't have to do any work which I'm really happy about wow <laughs> and really it's about um Thinking about your hair and how how to wear that with your holiday attire and thinking about the styling of updos and ratio to clothing. So I'm going to kind of kick it straight over to Kat because obviously this was this is her brainchild and I can't wait to hear what you have to say. So we're going to inject with questions, obviously, because you've met us. Um, and yeah, let's <laughs> let's talk all things hair for the holiday seasons. What to, what to think about, what to consider, you know, uh, maybe you can throw in some tips for kind of easy updos that maybe people could try if it's proportionate and works with the style. Take it away, Kat. <laughs> well, again, thanks for having me. I'm always really excited to be here. It's always a good time. And, you know, watching you guys go off the rails, which is really like a sideshow, I think we should do. <laughs> well said. Spot on. 
Um, you know, but yeah, I did want to talk going into the holidays. One of the things that happens a lot is we have people coming in, not just for blowouts, but for updos, holiday party styling and things of the sort. Right. And, you know, you have your classic updos that people will come in and say, like, I want a chignon. I want a French twist. I want this. I want that. What was but that first word? A chignon. chignon. Oh, you know, she like said it the, so well. The, she I did it. it. She said yeah. it so oh, yeah. well. <laughs> a little, very, yes, very French. Um, <laughs> but... You know, one of the things that happens a lot is people forget to share and express what they're wearing. And, you know, me, if you're sitting in my chair, the first question I'm going to ask is, what does your dress look like? What does the neckline look like? Mm. What's the color scheme look like? You know, what are you wearing over? And, you know, and that's your element, right? Where you guys go in and you say you're going in and you're going to have this beautiful suit. You're going to have these great shoulders. You're going to have this really beautiful neckline because you have this great collarbone. My job is now to create the shapes that point to what we're trying to accentuate and mm. create that balance. Because we know that if you have, hypothetically speaking, a big puffy dress or big puffy sleeves, or if that's your accent point, the last thing you want is probably a big puffy blowout. You actually probably are going to want something that's going to accentuate the silhouette of you a little bit more and still point to those sleeves. So, you know, I think one of the biggest things we want to think about when we're going in for this total styling is the total styling, right? You're not just styling your clothes, but you're styling your hair to point to what you're trying to accentuate. So whether that be your neckline, whether that be your earrings, whether that be the sleeves, whether that be your waist, whatever it is, you know, making sure that the hair becomes an accessory, not the entire focal point, if that makes sense. Okay, I got a question um, for you really quick though. Yeah. Um, is this also a time where women do more hair extensions because maybe they want to get more volume or more interest with their hair? Have you seen that? Um, you know, I think extensions will always have a place in the hair world. But, you know, I think beyond popular belief, extensions aren't necessarily always the kind of volume that you think. Hmm. Now, although they're going to mass as far as width goes and density goes, they're not necessarily going to add the volume for height, which is the direction that the hair world is actually going. So if you're looking for the volume that we're talking about, volume, I always call it the Cindy Crawford volume, right? The Pepsi ad Cindy mm -hmm. Crawford. Mm -hmm. I'll see it. It's iconic. It's sexy. It's big, <laughs> right? It's big. Yeah. <laughs> it's big. And you're not necessarily going to get that kind of volume from extensions. However, if you're looking for density and you're looking for it to feel fuller, then absolutely. So you do see more extensions coming in, but you're seeing the extensions come in in a different way. You know, the, the trends have changed. You're no longer seeing kind of that boho long, no framing anymore. Right really bulky and textured here, you're seeing more height here. And the best way to actually achieve that is going to be one, your styling products, but two, you know me, classic cutter is creating the shape with your haircuts, which right. is also another point when it comes to, you know, what are you thinking about when you are going to do those updos and those stylings? Sometimes you actually need to have the right haircut to be able to support the shape that you're asking for. So, you know, I say this a lot with my brides, for example, and obviously people, we're not going bridal when it comes to holiday parties, but a lot of times we're still going very coiffed, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so there's gonna be the time where somebody shows you a photo and says, I want this style, I want this updo. They have none of those layers. They have none of that <laughs> shape. They have none of that in the front. You're not gonna get the same tendrils. You're not going to get the same volume. You're not. You're going to have too much density, too much hair, and the like. Most common thing to continue on that rant with extensions. Sometimes the extensions actually are a disservice if you're trying to create those shapes when you're putting the hair up 
or creating that kind of volume because you've added the weight in the wrong spot. Wow. That, isn't it also a challenge for you too, when people come in and say, oh, I want this look and they've got, you know, super fine hair or, you know, the, like the wrong hair texture for the style they bring you. Mm -hmm. And like extensions wouldn't help with that, right? Like ch it, sort of changing someone's hair texture a little bit. It won't change the hair texture. It'll just give you more to work with, you know? And so think of, of it going up your guys' alley again, hair is fabric, right? Mm -hmm. Try to tie a knot into silk and tell me that you tie one knot. Do it with one knot. You can't. You mm. can't. You have to tie a few knots, right? So what we always say when it comes to hair is if your hair is that silky, fine and whatnot, what we need to do is now we need to create the illusion of texture and make it feel more like cotton or jersey. So it moves, but it actually holds the shapes a little bit better. That's where your volume mists are going to come into play. That's where your texture sprays are going to come into play. That's where your products come into play to mimic the change of fabric so that you can get those shapes to hold. Now, again, if the ultimate goal is fullness, now when I say fullness, I'm talking top of the ear and down. <laughs> That's what I mean by fullness. When I'm talking about volume, I'm talking top of the ear and up. All right. Okay. This wow. is so much to take in. It's a lot. Like I'm like, <laughs> so my big holiday look is I comb my hair, sort of. So <laughs> we're gonna come back to that one finger. in a minute. Well, uh, yeah, I think you're comb my hair. So uh, so on that note, I, I don't know about you folks, but I need a little moment to absorb some of this. This is really yeah. interesting though. We need to breathe. There's a lot to think about. There's okay, a lot to think about. let's take a quick break. You're listening to Wisdom from the Wardrobe with the Michael Bruce Image Consulting Team, and we are joined by Kat. We'll be right back. Do you feel like you're stuck in a style rut? If so, take the first step on your journey and go to michaelbruceimageconsulting.com. Fill out their simple personal style assessment and schedule a complimentary, no obligation, 20-minute style consultation. Let the experts help you gain some perspective on your style challenges. Hey, welcome back to Wisdom from the Wardrobe. We are talking with Kat today. We're talking about holiday hair. And uh, <laughs> the question before the break was about extensions. And I'm like, that just sounds hideous to me. Uh, but there are... That's how you really feel, Stace. Well, I'm just like, I'm the one hand, I'm like, wait, would somebody sit for like two hours and play with my hair? Because that sounds good. Yeah, because you like that. Right? And Absolutely. then I run my fingers, I finger comb my hair, mm -hmm. and I do that whole thing where you like flip your head over and mm -hmm. I look like Cindy Crawford. But I feel like I'm missing steps. So <laughs> I don't think that's how it all works. Uh, but anyway. Well, I have a question. You were talking about having a hair is it is it true or is it an urban myth that it's better to go into an updo with dirtier hair uh, as opposed to clean hair i love our urban myths that is gonna <laughs> <laughs> definitely gonna fall in your urban myths and here's why is because you actually when you're going in for an updo going in with clean dry hair is going to be the best place to go oh. um because we're not dealing with any oil. We're not dealing with any buildup. Um, we're really just able to start with the canvas from scratch. Um, gotcha. Sometimes do the blowout and the updo so that the entire prep from beginning to end, but then you're looking at a longer service lots of times. But clean hair is the best hair. Um, the okay. whole 
thing I think just comes from, again, building into bouffants back in the day, regularly and regularly and regularly, right? Building more product in. Products and shampoos and buildup and all of that has changed so much and the technology in it is so much better now that it actually is going to be better to have clean hair and it's going to be better for the scalp too. So that's mm. the way nice we one. love, regardless of the myths out there, hairstylists, we love clean hair. We do. We love <laughs> Okay, just checking. <laughs> I know, I must admit, Beck, I did ask that question of Kat last time I went in. I was like, okay, should I come with my hair clean? Or, you know, can it be a day day or so old with wash when I'm doing hair color? I know we're going off topic just a little bit. And your answer was? Clean hair, but make sure that you are washing it the night before if coming in for any kind of color service because you don't want the scalp to get irritated or anything mm -hmm. like that. Oh, yeah. So Huh. Just that I would. Yeah, I know. Who knew? Well, I did know because Kat told me. But <laughs> all right. So I so going back to you know kind of hairstyles for the holiday period. Now there might be some people out there like, well, I have short hair or I have you know hair that's above the collar. Is there really anything um, that we can they can do? I, I know the answer is yes, but you know, can you give us some kind of ideas of what people can do to? do updos or do something a little different if they feel like they don't have enough hair you know whether they're mm -hmm. short or like my hair i know that there are things that you can do but can you kind of talk us through some of the things you might be able to potentially do for people that are worried that they don't have enough length to do something different yeah, absolutely. So that's the thing. Just because you don't have hair that's going to go up in a ponytail doesn't necessarily mean that you can't have hair to have an updo or upstyling of some sort, right? Because you're still dressing the hair. So whether it is going in and adding a little more texture, adding some curl and some volume and just pinning a side back to accentuate like the framing of the face a little bit more, whether it's slicking the hair back even to the side so it has the effect of a sleek polished bun, but it's still down um, or, you know, whether it is literally just going in and pinning it halfway up and again adding some texture or keeping it sleek there's always something to do you know one of my favorite things that's coming out and people are using more of is people are using more rollers again oh wow <laughs> uh, nightmare <laughs> <laughs> what happens and if you're cack handed could you use a roller if you're what <laughs> he's talking about me cap <laughs> if you're cack handed you can't use rollers apparently it's a uh, a a uk expression it is yeah yeah like it's like i can't you know i i wear my watch on the other arm from everybody else i can't hold a screwdriver the same as everybody else and i certainly can't curl my hair i'm crack-handed crack <laughs> well, so going in with dry hair you know you're going in with like i mean i'm talking old school velcro rollers in all mm -hmm. sizes back you know and so you know again if you're wanting to amplify it a little bit more a little texture spray a smaller roller just focusing on that mohawk section from mm -hmm. corner of the brows and back is going to give you that beautiful volume on top anyone can more. do that stacy really yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay that feels very directed no, i, I do want to make sure before the episode ends that we address the short-haired people out there but yeah. there are i think far more statistically people with long hair so um so you know keep going with other thoughts and ideas that you have but leave like a minute and a half for us short-haired people okay i had another question and i hope this is okay I, you know if we give you if we do like a rapid fire round of okay here, here's a scenario this is the outfit Mm -hmm. What kind of hairstyle do you think would go with it? Just for a bit of fun. Who yeah, why not? <laughs> All right. So I 
let's pretend it's me. I'm going to um, a semi-formal event. I've decided that I'm going to wear a jumpsuit with a jacket over the top. I'm wearing heels. I'm going to do a statement earring, no necklace. What would you do with my hair? Bear in mind, my hair is just above the, well, I guess it's just above the clavicle. Statement earring that dangles or stays to your ear? Da let's do a dangle. Yeah. <laughs> the dangle. I hate that yeah. word. <laughs> yeah. So if I were you, I would flick straight. I would almost, if you're wanting to go really high-end fashion editorial style, you could do a little bit more of that sleek wet look. That would look really sexy with a jumpsuit because it's a power look. You probably are more than likely, if you have a statement earring, you might do a statement lip also, right? So just bringing it back and making the focal points be those pops of accent, mm -hmm. right? Like you are now muting the hair a little bit more and making it work to be that powerful but still feminine look. I'd probably still play with the side part because again, it's going to soften the look up a little bit. I might angle it a little more so you have a little more swoop, but still keeping it off of the face so it accentuates the femininity of your face shape, but still points to the jumpsuit and the collar. Hmm, I like that. Okay, there's one. Who's there next? <laughs> what if I'm in my sweatpants on the couch watching Christmas movies? <laughs> <laughs> but you want to have your hair look nice? That's kiss done. Next. <laughs> I missed what you said there, Kat. What did you say about Bex? <laughs> messy little bun texture spray. Chef's kiss done. Oh, there you go. Messy Perfect. bun like texture it. spray. There you go. Good. All right, Stacy, you've got short hair. What are you going to wear? How's Kat going to do it? Uh, well, since what I'm really going to wear is probably like a pair of jeans and a t-shirt and or a button-up shirt and whatever, because I'm not doing anything that's like terribly formal. But I will tell you, I am going to be traveling a bit and I'm going to be seeing people. So, um, you know, I do want to look good for mm -hmm. when I'm seeing folks um, next week. So with short hair, you know, low maintenance, but um, high impact, what do I do? Low maintenance, you have two options. If you wanted to put a good like 15 to 20 minutes into it, grab a very small iron, add a little bit of curl to the top, hold up, spray, and give yourself almost a really neat like pompadour effect. Now, mm -hmm. if you want something that's going to feel a little bit more just like polished and whatnot, a soft blowout with, again, even a smaller round brush or even just holding it back with some tension hit it with some texture spray and it's just going to give you a softer bevel and curl that'll still open everything up, but look a little more elevated than just your everyday look. Okay. So there that brings to mind a question, Kat, what's the difference between hairspray and texture spray? Because I have no idea. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> this is my favorite way to explain this. So <laughs> when I was taught how to do updos, we were taught about hairpins and we were taught about bobby pins. Hairpins are kind of like boyfriends, meaning they you put them in, sometimes they fall out. They're not always there forever. They're helping you create a shape, but it's not going to hold forever. Whereas a bobby pin um, is like your hairspray. If you put that baby in, it's locked in for life. You try to take it out, it's going to shake the house and everything's going to fall apart. Hairspray is your setting spray. It's going to hold a lot longer. Texture spray is there to add grit and help you create shapes and mold. So would you use them in conjunction? Would you texture spray something to get the right shape and then hairspray it to hold the shape? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. see, there you go. That's if you wanted to at the end for a little bit more of a gritty hold, if you wanted to have some of that texture. And sometimes those little pieces of flyaways are like cohesive to the look because it looks a little messy and undone, but put mm -hmm. together. It just depends on the finish. Okay. So I got a scenario. A person walks in your salon and says, okay, um, People haven't seen me all year long. I want something extreme and dramatic. You know, what would you what would you say to that person? What is extreme and dramatic? 
right? Okay. (laughs) They want to get noticed, right? Static edgy. They're all words that can mean something entirely different to somebody else, right? Pamela, we could go up on Mm -hmm. this ever. Um, But sometimes it's just what is the wow factor? But also, I'm not somebody that's just going to make you look good in the moment. Are you going to be able to make it look good moving forward also, right? Mm. And so when it comes to somebody that wants to make a statement um, and somebody that I don't really know, you know, the consultation is going to be important. Um, it's going to come back to what is the most elevated version of you? How do you normally wear your hair and how can we amplify that? And so that's going to be one of my biggest things when it comes to styling, at least once we're talking about color and cut, you know, I could go on about that all day. Um, but if you're wanting dramatic and you want to make a statement, then how can we make you the most elevated version of you without removing the identity that you still want to be? I like that. I think this is why we get along so well, Kat. Um, um, Salon 8 Cat and MBIC because you understand that whole concept of the person. Um, I think that's what actually makes you as good as you are is you don't just go, I'm a stylist and I want to make your hair this. You're like, who are you and what do you want to accomplish and what are you trying to get? You know, what do you want to come across? And the, the authentic person I think is really important for the person that sits in your chair. So I, I applaud you for that. So thank you. Thanks. Thanks, guys. That's why we trust you. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you don't see me hovering as much as I used to. It's always available there, Bruce. I always have. Is my stool there? I just want to make sure my stool's there. You're coming. Also, I bonus have an idea. I have. Oh, bonus Sorry, question. Please. No, no, no. Go I was ahead. just going to ask what was uh, what's Kat's favorite updo to do for the holiday mm. season? Oh, a you to know, do updo to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Updo to do. My favorite updo to do is always going to be just a very beautiful and soft, low bun of sorts. And here's why is because you can customize it to anybody's profile and anybody's hair to really draw people's face up. You know how much I love lines that draw things up Mm -hmm. with a low bun. If you place it correctly, you can literally give somebody the most beautiful jawline. And regardless of what the look is, a lot of times you can still create the same lines and the arrows that you want. So whether that's with tendrils or whether that's with pieces falling out in the bun or whether (laughs) at the top or whether it's with curl there's so many ways to make it versatile but it's also such a fantastic way to send somebody like off to their event and have them not look like they just spent hours in the salon even though it was a very intricate look customized to them love it beck and i are both pulling out our faces for i know i'm like oh these gels (laughs) (laughs) all right so a hair can give you a facelift right there you go right hairstyle can give you a facelift Perfect. perfect. I'm, I'm down. <laughs> all right. Uh, of course, we're out of time, but um, thank you so much for all these amazing ideas. I'm excited to try the pompadour idea. And yeah, I think cool. there's a lot of things that everybody, like, put your outfits together. Send us some pictures. We'd love to see. And if you want to connect with us, go to michaelbruceimageconsulting.com or Instagram, michaelbruceic. And if you want to get hold of Kat, she's at Salon 8 at the Bellevue Collection. All right. Come visit. Yeah, make an appointment with her. She's awesome. Just sit in that chair. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. Thanks, Cap. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye. If you like what you're listening to and want to learn more about the team, get some great style inspiration and useful style tips on how to elevate your personal style, you can follow them on Instagram at Michael Bruce IC. 
That's Instagram at Michael Bruce Icy. Thanks for listening.